For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you're a vegetarian on the set, like I don't I don't know what you did. You know, we're doing horseback riding in the morning, we're doing wagon, you know, training in the afternoon, we're doing um, precision shooting and, you know, with guns in the evening. Three A-list names were attached to the Yellowstone origin story 1883 when it was announced last summer. But a fourth actor plays one of the most important and interesting characters on the Paramount Plus drama. LaMonica Garrett plays Thomas, and today he talks about understanding the weight of his role in modern-day America. I'm Addison Hager, and today Sterling Whitaker rejoins the Dutton Rules podcast to offer insight into the actor and the character. If you recall, Sterling previously chatted with Sam Elliott and Tim McGraw from 1883 and many of the stars from Yellowstone. All of those interviews are in the archives and they're necessary to totally understand the on-screen and off-screen relationships. Tap follow if you've not yet done so, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a review and a five-star rating. I want to know what you think of 1883 so far. Staff at tasteofcountry.com is the email address to keep the conversation alive. It's a conversation that's truly influenced this show, and it's a conversation we've truly enjoyed having. But right now, let's try to understand a man that centers the morality on the new Taylor Sheridan Western. It's Sterling Whitaker talking to LaMonica Garrett on Dutton Rules, a Yellowstone 1883 podcast. Hello, Addison. Hello, Sterling. Sterling, his audio today is sounding extra fresh. He has a new mic, and we're we're really doing this. And a new haircut. (laughs) And a new haircut, (laughs) yes. New year, new Sterling is what it's sounding like over here. (laughs) That's exactly right, yep. Well, I'm excited today to talk about this character, LaMonica Garrett, and I'm excited to hear your insight because you got to talk with him and... You know, all of the past interviews that you've gotten to do and that we've gotten to talk about have been fun. And, you know, for me, I've I focused a lot on either Ennis and Elsa and even Margaret, but LaMonica is a very pivotal role here. And so one that I haven't spent as much time on. So I'm really, really excited to jump in. But before we even jump in, I would love for you to kind of set the groundwork for anyone who has not yet watched 1883. And they're wondering, who is this character, LaMonica Garrett? I would love for you to describe him as a character and the role that he plays on this show. So LaMonica Garrett plays the role of Thomas, who is a Pinkerton agent who is traveling with the wagon train that the Duttons are traveling with, headed north and then eventually west to try to seek out a better life for themselves. And he is the partner and friend of Sam Elliott's character, Shea Brennan. And they've been together a long time, as we find out as this thing progresses. And so it's it's a really fascinating character because he's a black man in a position not only of equality but authority in a time when that wouldn't have usually been a thing. And mm-hmm. it's a really, really juicy, interesting character for him to get to sort of sink his teeth into. Yeah, and especially... 
I love watching Shay Brennan and LaMonica Garrett and kind of their, they both command authority without necessarily losing it necessarily <laughs> you know if or I'm describing sort that of so, yeah that's why i said it. i was like yeah sort yeah. of so there are there are moments but there are people that when they walk into the room they command your attention without kind of being oh you know I, i'm here right. at least that's that's what i've personally taken from that so i'm excited to talk more about their relationship in a little bit but this interview with lamonica garrett and i realized i said shay brennan earlier I meant Shay and Thomas. I, LaMonica is obviously right, the actor's right. the real name. Just wanted to crack that. But this was the fourth interview of four that you did during the 1883 Media Day. Did you have any burning questions for LaMonica by the time he stepped in front of the camera to chat? Well, I'd already spoken to Sam. And so the thing that was foremost in my mind headed into this interview Sam speaks so highly of LaMonica mm. in his interview. And so I was really interested to explore if that was reciprocal. And that was uh, one of the things we got to right away. Yeah. And I mean, going going off of that, a good portion of the conversation that you had with him finds LaMonica talking about the relationship between his character and Shay Brennan, as well as his personal relationship with Sam Elliott Let's begin there with the actor first explaining how they balance each other on screen and then revealing how quickly the two men bonded off screen. Thomas and Shay, they, Thomas balances Shay out. They, the right hand knows what the left is doing. They have a long history together. They served together in the Civil War. Uh, they became Pinkerton agents together and they just, they have that, that, your their close friends should be the ones to tell you the things that you might not want to hear. They just can't feed your ego or tell you you're always right. Thomas is that to Shay, and Shay is that to Thomas as well. And Shay can be a little impulsive. He could be a little hot-headed. Thomas balances that out. And with that being said, Thomas, he has this, this kindness to him. And to me, he's the humanity and the soul of the show. Uh, but he has that hard line in the dirt of right and wrong. And if you cross his code of right and wrong or respect and disrespect, the wrath of Thomas is vicious and you'll see it come out throughout the, you know, the course of the, the course of the season. And Sam and I, as, as, you know, as people, I first met Sam maybe two weeks before we were about to shoot in cowboy camp. He saw me at the saloon in our little, you know, our little bubble in the ranch that we were living at. And he came over to me, like he grabbed me with, you know, both shoulders. He was like, we're going to have a great time together. And, you know, gave me a hug. That's that cool. just any nerves I had of working with Sam Elliott, like just he got rid of all those and we became brothers over this shoot. And we're going to be brothers when this is over. Like Sam is one of the best human beings I've ever met. And he's just he's just a kind soul. And everyone he comes across, he eases the tension of whatever is in the room. That is LaMonica Garrett talking about his character Thomas on 1883 and his relationship with Sam Elliott. Sterling Whitaker sat in for those conversations. And Sterling, what kind of films or TV shows had LaMonica been a part of prior to getting this role? I know that you got a really deep dive here, so I'm excited for you to share your wealth of knowledge. <laughs> well, you know, this is another one of those things. It's it's a little bit like we talked about with Cole Hauser before. You've seen him in things that you did not know that you'd seen him in. And mm -hmm. I was really surprised because when I was talking to him, even when I was face to face with him in the Zoom, I thought, who in the world is this guy? I know I've seen this face before. 
And when I went to look at his credits, he has this long list of credits, and it's Designated, designated Survivor, which I watched all of. Wow. And I, I couldn't remember him on there at all. Oh, uh, same. Yeah, Sons of oh. Anarchy he was on, okay. which I have to wonder if that's where he met Taylor Sheridan, because he's mm. a veteran of that show as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl. He was also on The Last Ship, which I watched every single season of, and I did not recall him from it, but he looks, he comes off very, very differently in this role. Well, and I will say, and that's kind of to the point of Cole Hauser, when he plays Rip Wheeler and kind of what he looks like, not when he's even preparing for the show, I, I would probably have to do a double take. So Absolutely. that that's yeah. fair that you might not have recognized him the first time around, but now, now we will. Yeah. I think... The most interesting thing about his character that he plays is the major misconception about race and the role of black men during the Civil War and afterwards. Thomas is a black man leading in 19th century America. How did the show write in that? Well, it's really fascinating. Uh, Taylor Sheridan, of course, is a is a student of history and he wrote this in in such a way thomas as we come to find out as the show evolves thomas is a former slave who's freed who served in the civil war and then he was in the buffalo soldiers after that and that is of course it's a complement of soldiers who sort of kept the peace on the western frontier they would run interference for anything from the railroads to uh, taking care of the indigenous population if there were Mm -hmm. showdowns between them and the white settlers. Mm -hmm. And that led into him being a Pinkerton agent. And the Pinkerton agency was one of the earliest private detective agencies in North America. And so he's it's a really fascinating character arc for this person who had the cards fallen differently, could have ended up a sharecropper, which is where a lot of freed slaves ended up. You know, they weren't really that much freer economically Mm -hmm. or personally speaking than they had been. It was, you know, and this is a person who took the opportunity to blaze a trail for himself. That's a very unusual trail for that period of time. Yeah. And I love that they really, you know, they pull back in history like that of how we can, you know, you learn about that and don't just a, Zoom of like, okay, why, you know, understanding more of the backstory to that and the Buffalo soldiers and how they played a role. And I love, so Shay Brennan and L- Thomas, I keep wanting to say LaMonica Garrett, uh, <laughs> they met during the Civil War, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of where they forged their friendship. As far as, yeah, they, they, as far they as haven't them. said that straight up, but they definitely right. referred over and over to serving with one another. So, yes. Right. And now they're both together leading this group of immigrants out West. Yes. On that note, that is a great place to segue into the next portion of this conversation, where LaMonica talks about his research into Pinkerton, but also the moment on set when he realized that people still cared a lot about his ancestors, um, what they accomplished over 150 years ago. I did the same research. I found out that what the Pinkertons, their history was, and they were bringing in, you know, um, they were bringing in black folks, they're bringing in women. I found out they were the original Secret Service. They served uh, under um, Abraham Lincoln, and he was the one that vouched for them to give them the recognition to become this big agency. And at one point in this country, they were bigger than the U.S. Army. Like the Pinkertons have a huge history in this country. And it's, you know, it's it's a, a lot more than what my research came to, you know, to bring me to. But 
that that did help me for what Thomas and Shay were about to encounter. And just the, the Civil War, like I knew a lot about the history of the Civil War, the Buffalo Soldiers and what it meant to, you know, black folks and their freedom back then of, you know, having guns and, you know, the sense of pride that the Buffalo Soldier jacket represents. And that wasn't lost on me. And I when the moment I put that jacket on, I knew how significant it was, but it really hit me. We were in Fort Worth in the, you know, shooting the scenes in Fort Worth. There's, you know, two or three hundred background actors and some of the background actors, the black guys came over to me and they were like, um, yeah, man, how does it feel, man? You know, to to wear that Buffalo Soldiers jacket. And at that moment, I knew it wasn't just significant for me. It was like it's there's a lot of people looking at this and seeing how I portray this character and what it means. And it yeah, it that helped set the tone for, you know, for how I'm going to bring him to life. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day. You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sterling, you talked about some of LaMonica's previous roles, and there weren't any Westerns. Do you know what attracted him to this role specifically? In the roundtable interview that we did, uh, he answered a question specifically about this. And he said that, first and foremost, he was attracted to the opportunity to work with Taylor Sheridan. Of course, mm. he's the yeah. golden boy of TV right now. And <laughs> everybody wants to get on board the Taylor train, so to speak. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah. So he definitely wanted to be part of that, as well as the aspects we were just talking about, a role that's written for a black man in a Western set in the 1880s mm. that completely redefines the way you see a black man in that era. You're not going to go see an old John Wayne film with a prominent black man as his yeah. equal. You know, yeah. it just doesn't exist. So this yeah. is pretty new territory that he's really, really eager to explore. Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, it's one of those of, you know, no pressure, but there is a lot, (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot riding on you. And I think that he does such a great job and, you know, Taylor Sheridan, that was a great choice. But yeah, to your point of jumping on the Taylor Sheridan train, it is full speed ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. Glad that he was part of that. He describes himself as the soul and the humanity of the show. We're now through five episodes. Do you, would you agree with that? I agree with it to a certain okay. extent. He's, I would say he's the, he's the lukewarm water between fire and ice, I guess. Yeah, that's, if you that's actually great, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you've got, uh, you've got Tim's character of James Dutton, who really is there purely for his own reasons. He is mm-hmm. not there because he wants to, or at least not initially, and we may right. see this change, but initially he goes along with this because he feels that safety in numbers is what's best for his family and his family alone. Right. And uh, on the other end of the spectrum, you have Shay, who is there for a complex number of reasons. He definitely cares about the immigrants, but he also has his own reasons for wanting to flee his past and, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and make his way West. And he says early on, he wants to see that country again before he dies. So it's, Mm -hmm in his head that he doesn't care if he, you know, lives past his journey or not, really. Yeah. 
And both of those guys can really, really lose it <laughs> in a yeah. nanosecond. Yes, and yes. Thomas plays the role of not only mediating between the various tensions in camp, but he also is the guy who he can reel Shea Brennan back yes. when he is, in, in Sam Elliott's own words, a bit of a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> He can just lose it. Quite and the word choice. Thomas is really the one who dials him back and says, let's get back with, you know, what we're supposed to be doing here. And I'd say, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely the glue. I, so I would agree. I would agree with, with that. And, you know, I, I would assume his role won't change as time goes on. But, you know, if anything has taught me about watching 1883 so far is expect nothing because it could change Literally in an instant. So expect the unexpected should Ex be their tagline. Right? <laughs> yes, brace for impact. Actually, should be their tagline. But yes, expect the unexpected. Anyone listening can search through the Dutton Rules archives to find Sterling's conversations with Sam Elliott, like we were talking about previously. And we're going to revisit what Lamonica had to share about him in just a second. Can you kind of recap what Sam said? about LaMonica and the spoiler he let slip about this journey and how it ends? <laughs> well, Sam was toying with everybody a little bit in the round table. And he was uh -huh. he started to say, because he was going on and on about the relationship between the two characters and how central it is to the show. And he said, I can tell you one thing. And then he pauses and he says, well, uh, I can't tell you that just for the fans. I can't really go there. <laughs> and he, you can see him, and he, he kind of puts his head down, and then he, he looks directly into the camera, and he blurts out a major plot point that's a spoiler for how things turn out down the line, which we probably should not visit today. Okay, we're, I we're get not, it. <laughs> we're not supposed to blurt out plot that's points. <laughs> but... Uh, but I will say this, if we're allowed to say this later on, it's, it is a big, big plot point. And, and Sam just looked right into the camera and just said it knowing fully well that he was saying it, you know, so that's really amazing. And, well, and I can 1000% picture it right now because he's the, I mean, like I said, he commands his character and himself commands attention without having to do a lot of yeah. just being there. And so I can see him being kind of almost very monotone and just saying that. <laughs> If you watch the if you watch the video of it, he actually he looks right into the camera, says what he says, and then he smiles like, "Take that, Paramount." <laughs> I know you can't do anything with this, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, that is amazing. Okay, well, that's fair. We won't say any spoiler. We are trying to be a credible podcast here, so that's we won't right. let anything slip that's not supposed to yet. But to be determined, or to be to something to look forward to. I mean, Sam's an icon. So it's like you work with a Hollywood icon. It's it's you, you got to bring your game. You got to bring your A game every day. Seeing how he shows up every day, his work ethic. He's the first one there. He loves the process of filmmaking. You know, if they're if they're not shooting your scene, if their cameras are turning around, they say, hey, do you guys want to go back to base camp? We'll put you in a van. Sam has his Apple box. And he sits in the middle of all the madness going on, no matter where we are. And he just sees everything. He talks to everyone. He's just that kind of human being. And there was a great story with Sam. Um, no one saw this, but it was, it was me and Sam were sitting at the table in episode, I think it was episode two, where we were trying to recruit two cowboys. Mm -hmm. Now, they had a lot of background actors in that, you know, in that scene. And there was a waitress that, that she was, she was supposed to come and pour us water in our, in our, in our cups, our glasses. 
And you could see her hand shaking because she was nervous. Like, this is Sam Elliott. He has that effect on people. And when they said action, she came and her hand was shaking and she kind of overspilled. And everyone was, you know, she was so distraught and she was just, oh, my God, I'm, you know, people are going to hate me. I just I ruined everything. And she kind of went back to the back when they yelled cut. And Sam was like, hey, can someone come clean this up real quick? Like, yeah, they came and got it. Sam gets up. No one sees this. I'm looking at it. Sam gets up and walks over to her and tells her something kind, I'm sure, whatever it was. And she had this big smile on her face. And the next take she came around, she had a steady hand. And it was just whatever he told her, it calmed her nerves. And it just that was the only hiccup she had the whole time. But he does that everywhere we go. There's always little you know, things that I see that that Sam's doing like that. He did it with me. Because, you know, it's it's in, it's kind of intimidating working, you know, across Sam, but he he brings everyone at ease. I think we can pretty accurately call this a bromance. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Their relationship, <laughs> bromance. I'm, I'm here for it. The other person LaMonica Garrett's character engages with a lot is James Dutton, who is played by Tim McGraw. And Sterling, LaMonica, during this conversation... What did he have to say about Tim? Well, it's really funny. Those guys, uh, in Sam's interview, he called LaMonica the fittest human being he's ever met. <laughs> and he is, he's really, really into physical fitness and working out and, and that sort of thing. And so one thing that LaMonica said is that he and Tim have a little bit of a friendly competition going as to who can get in the gym earlier oh, no. uh, in the mornings and get in there and do these big workouts that they do, they have to work them in before shooting begins. Oh, my gosh. And what's really interesting, LaMonica says, you know, if you've got a 5 a.m. call time, Tim's in there at 3 a.m. in oh. the gym. And he said, now, I'm all for working out, but I have some, <laughs> I have my limits. I'm not doing that. You know? Right. <laughs> He's like, I have a threshold. Uncle. That would be it. <laughs> yeah. So actually... uh he laughingly said, you know, Tim will just get in there and there is no quit in that guy. And wow. from Tim's own perspective, he said, you know, he said one of the hardest parts of, of, of doing this show has been making sure he keeps his mind in those workouts because that's where he gets his energy for the day. Mm. And so, yeah, they really do have an interesting dynamic of, of I mean, if, from my perspective as a human being, 3 a.m. is for sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially after a long day of, I mean, the Texas heat. I mean, it is right. no joke. And you're wearing all that clothing. And I understand, obviously, being physically fit even to be able to do what they do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think I'm with La Monica of I would have that. I have a limit of 3 a.m. That's on you, dude. You got this. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> I'm going to go sleep. <laughs> right. Before we get to what La Monica wants people to take away from the show, I thought I'd share his description of cowboy camp, something we've sort of guessed at before, but here he really details how rough it was. We were submerged in this cowboy world. Like even when we in cowboy camp, they had Taylor had us eating like beans, rice, cornbread, beef. I've never had more red meat than I've had working on this show, like living on a ranch. But the stuff that we would eat on a trail is the stuff that they were preparing for us to eat here. So it wasn't like we were getting burgers and, you know, fish and all. It was, it was, it was, it was red meat, 
it was if you're a vegetarian on the set, like I don't I don't know what you did like in Texas, period. But it was uh, he was preparing us for what life would be like on the trail and everything we did. We're surrounded by cowboys. We're surrounded by wranglers all throughout the day. We're just, you know, we're doing horseback riding in the morning. We're doing wagon, you know, training in the afternoon. We're doing um, precision shooting and, you know, with guns in the evening. Uh, we're herding cattle like every minute was reserved for something cowboy behind the scenes. And that brought us all close together, you know, by default. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, Sterling, what do you say to a little Dutton Rules team bonding at Cowboy Camp? Are, are you ready for it? <laughs> <laughs> I say this to that. You go first. <laughs> kind of since, like La, La Monica and Tim working out. You do you. <laughs> and since you're decades younger than I am, if it works out well for you, I'll be right behind you. <laughs> hey, I think it should be one of those bucket list things, you know, like check. We did it. OK, well, <laughs> yeah, I may have Sterling. to do the modified <laughs> yeah, cowboy yeah, yeah. camp. <laughs> Everyone listening, Sterling's face is not having it. He's like, yeah, OK. <laughs> Not adding that to my 2022 New Year's resolution, but you do you. <laughs> it's very, I'd say Cowboy Camp is very, after listening to that, is very refining. It's probably a Wow, yeah. I had word. no idea what went into it until they were mm. talking about it. Doesn't sound, yeah, it's not, it, it's not glamping. Let's just put it that not way. Not <laughs> remotely. You know, one interesting thing that, uh, that Sam uh, said in a different interview that I read is that they were staying in tents mm-hmm. uh, in along the wagon trail. There's not actual, you know, in some instances, there's not actual accommodations beyond tents. And yeah. he and La Monica grew so friendly that they decided to share one tent instead of go to two tents. They just <laughs> figured romance. we're both right here. Well, you know, why do we need two tents? So, yeah, really interesting <laughs> stuff. It's a fun little tidbit. Yeah. Only only nailing in the bromance thought. We love it, though. <laughs> okay. Final thoughts. Where do you see the character of Thomas going? Um, hopefully to Oregon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We all we all hope. They're still in Texas. And man, I am looking at my watch going, when are we ever out of here? But yes. <laughs> are we there yet? Are we there Literally, yet? Literally. <laughs> are we there yet? Amen. <laughs> no, uh, I would imagine that that. There's been hints of him being a little bit of an enforcer as well when it's required. In the most recent episode, when the uh, guy was stealing from all of the other immigrants, he, you know, took the matter in hand pretty quickly mm-hmm. with the second person and said, you know, show me your wagon and prove it. We yeah. definitely see that he can get in there and take charge. And I think we'll probably see the wrath of Thomas come out at some point Hmm. a little bit more pointedly and maybe a bit more of a contrast for the character. There's also a potential romance brewing. You know, we, we don't know where that's going with that gypsy woman who was watching him eat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we have no idea where that might go. Oh, that's, I would be here for that. Especially now with, with Ennis and Elsa, I think my, you know, I was so focused on that, that that's a good, 
that's a good thought process there. Yeah. We'll, ha- we'll have to see. <laughs> Brace for impact. <laughs> Expect the unexpected. <laughs> then again, maybe she dial- dies I in a hail of arrows. I, I don't know. Oh, I know. Emotionally, <laughs> this, this show is getting me. <laughs> that's Sterling Whitaker, whose bylines you can find all over Taste of Country. This last portion of his round robin interview with LaMonica Garrett really emphasizes the big picture of the show and how we really did the show a disservice by thinking of it just as a Yellowstone prequel. Here, LaMonica Garrett talks about what he wants people to take away from 1883. Like we're seeing 1883, they're telling a lot of stories. Uh, they're giving voices to a lot of people that didn't necessarily have voices in this this show and this genre back, you know, coming across all these years of, of Westerns. There's uh, storylines from the immigrants' perspectives that are unique to them that we haven't heard about. And that's still going on to this day. There's lenses of black cowboys that you didn't see this, you know, the story, we're not recreating the wheel here, but you're just seeing that wheel from different points of views. And I think that, you know, seeing it from these lenses, I hope it changed people's perspectives of the time they went through and what's still going on. LaMonica Garrett plays Thomas, Shea Brennan's right-hand man on 1883. The show streams on Paramount Plus and also stars Sam Elliott, Tim McGraw, and Faith Hill, all of whom are featured in archive episodes of the Dutton Rules podcast. I'm Addison Hager, and a big thanks to Paramount for inviting Taste of Country to participate in these media days. More episode recaps and analysis episodes are coming soon, so be sure to tap follow on your way out and leave a review and a five-star rating where possible. Dutton Rules is written by myself and Billy Dukes with the help from Sterling Whitaker and produced by Billy Dukes. If you have any questions or comments about the show, email staff at tasteofcountry.com and we'll pick out the best for a Q&A during a future episode. As always, Dutton Rules is another great Townsquare Media podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.